Today's episode highlights include how to obtain a PhD choosing the individual path, strategies to finding a mentor and a lab, cancer research, and carnival in Cologne. In this week's travel suggestions, Germany's national parks in Düsseldorf again. My name is Hanni Geist. Welcome to Coffee Connections. Today's Coffee Connection is Lin Song, postdoctoral fellow at the University of California, San Francisco, and alumna of DAD and the University of Cologne. Have a listen. My name is Lin, and uh, I'm currently a postdoc in UCSF, the Cancer Center. We're actually both in the San Francisco Bay Area, but we're utilizing Skype today. If we had this chat at a German cafe, what would you order? I think I will order Milch coffee and uh, Erdbeerkuchen. That's two of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, strawberry cake. To allow uh, strawberry cake, and uh, even when I graduate, uh, people put on my doctor hats of this uh, strawberry cake. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes. Tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, specifically your Germany connection. I went to Germany 2014 October, and uh, I did my PD there in the University of Köln uh, Medical Faculty. How did you decide to do your PhD in Germany? Did you have any connection to Germany before? How did you decide to actually pursue your entire doctorate in Germany and specifically the University of Cologne? I don't have any connection before I went there, but uh, I did my internship in the hospital in China with its clinical pathology department. And uh, at that time, I was like uh, in the clinic and see a lot of young patients uh, who has cancer. So I decided to like uh, study the fundamental medical research which can identify the cancer before it happened. So I decided to study this type of hereditary uh, disease. And uh, by that time, I published two papers which is called Zen and seven in cancer. And uh, when I tried to write this article, or when I write this article, I cited a paper with uh, the corresponding author who's in Germany, in University of Cologne, and I wrote uh, her a letter, asked if she can take me in as a PD student. But at that time, my plan was four years study in Chrome, but she was planning for retirement, but she was the chair of the department, so she still took me in, but recommended me to another professor. That's how I went to Germany, <laughs> especially oh, wow. University of Chrome. So you ended up reading an article and then you contacted the professor and that's how the connection initially started? Yes, I published a paper which I cited this professor as well. And she was the corresponding author of the article I cited in my own paper. That's very encouraging whenever I go to conferences and there are students or researchers that are interested in going to Germany but don't have a connection. Oftentimes they ask how to approach professors and so it's really encouraging to know that yes, you can read an article and then just get in touch with the author and maybe start even a PhD in Germany. If you were to highlight the University of Cologne, what would you say? I mean, it's one of the oldest universities in whole Europe. And I mean, University of Cologne have very open culture. I mean, it's in a city, Cologne, which is pretty open to all the different international cultures. 
Did you know any German? So when you decided to go, did you take any German classes before you went? Or did you go to Germany and then learn some German while you were there? Well, before I went to Germany, I went to a Peking Foreign Study University and learned German for one month, the intense course, and reached A1 level. Then I fly to Germany. After I went to Germany, I also took a German course for PD students, one week for two classes. Coming from China and then going to Germany, it's quite, it's quite a different country. How was that experience for you? Did you have some sort of culture shock? At the beginning, I had some sort of culture shock. I mean, uh, people behavior totally different if you are uh, like a... Um, Eastern, you came from Asian or you came from Western countries. That's certainly true. What did you do to help with the culture shock? If someone else was going to Germany and not having any experience, how many years did you end up living in Germany? Four years plus two months. That's quite a while. So how did you get comfortable living in Germany? I start to learn language. I start to talk to people, make friends. And I mean, all the colleagues there was very helpful as well. I remember on the day, I went to Germany on the 3rd of October, and I wasn't aware there's a public mm. holiday in Germany. And I also wasn't aware all the shop closed. So, mm. but the good things, uh, my department uh, sent someone, went to the airport, picked me up, and even my coworker, my future coworker, left something like chocolate and foods in my room. So they was very helpful. Since you didn't learn German in school and didn't really have a connection to Germany initially, did you have any expectations before you went? And then how was your experience when you got to Germany? My expectation was... I think the German education system was like very serious and very precise, very detail-oriented. And I guess that was my expectation as well. When you got to Germany, what was your experience like while you were in Cologne? I mean, for precise, I would say Deutsche Bank completely changed my impression. <laughs> it's not always on time. Um, but the rest, I would say it's worth its name. So the PhD in Germany, there are multiple ways you can actually pursue a PhD. Were you in a structured PhD program and you took classes or did you do mostly research and then wrote your dissertation? How was the process of getting the PhD? Most time, you can't get all the training. I mean, there's a lot of seminars, lots of workshops, but there's not structured classes most time I stay in the lab, do the experiments, discuss with the professors and so on. Did you mostly then work with the professor or did you work with other researchers? How was the connection to other young PhD students? In the same office, there are also other uh, young PhD students also who fresh graduates, uh, also some technicians, for example. There are also uh, young professors, also senior professors. There's, it's very easy to get access to all types of resources there. 
your PhD was based on a mentor that you had, and then you did research in the lab. I assume now when you also talk to maybe other postdocs who got their PhD here in the US in a structured program, what do you think the advantages were, or maybe even the challenges for getting your PhD the way you did, where it wasn't structured, but you did mostly the research and then wrote your dissertation? I guess the advantage would be freedom because you can really explore whatever you want to do and discuss with the mentor. And here, I guess there's like you have to apply or use a lot of time to do the courses. I think there's another educational system different is here. There's from basically you can directly do the PD which actually combine the master and the PD. But in Germany, you need the first master degree, then you join in the PD program. I guess this uh, classes education part is among the master degree part. So I don't think Germany miss anything there because early when get into the program already have a master degree, already got all the courses they needed. Would you have regular meetings or how would you actually work on your PhD thesis? We have a lot of meetings early week. We have one-to-one -one meeting to the PI uh, and myself. And there's a group meeting with called a problem seminar with you discuss all the problems you are facing. And uh, uh, other things, we have the department, uh, general club, department uh, lab meeting to discuss your own research or the paper you think is interesting. For your PhD, did you have to have three mentors or was that your choice that you had a primary one, but then you also consulted with others? It's more like um, you have a thesis committee who will evaluate your thesis and uh, um, I also had this department chair who took me in but she wasn't supervised me by herself because she was planned to retire. How did you um, so find was, those other mentors then? Did um, they someone assign them to you or did you actually yeah, seek them yeah, out? The, de the department chair basically assigned me to some other professor in the department. Also, there's a collaborator of this professor, then it's kind of, I became three mentors. In the end, I also uh, participated, for example, International Female Scholar Support Group, for example. We also have mentor there. So I kind of have like uh, different mentors consulting for different things. How often did you actually meet those individual mentors? Was that Mostly you had one and then the others were just part of the committee that at the end evaluated your thesis? Uh, no, those three mentors I mentioned actually are not, oh, not all of them in the um, thesis committee. And uh, for example, the department chair will attend all the seminars. And for my own mentor, I like uh, have regular meeting early weeks. And also, I, I have like a personal advisor uh, in the same university from different department as well. And I'm curious because one of my interviews, I uh, spoke with someone who was a PhD student, did research in Germany, and he encountered professors and the way they criticize or the way they comment on, on research 
which is um, he's American, is quite different from American. How was that for you? Um, also coming from a from a different culture in collaborating and also getting feedback, was that at all different for you? I think in terms of mentorship, uh, it really depends on who is the mentor, who is the uh, student. It can be very different. I mean, even for my PD thesis, I had three different uh, advisors, and I think they are pretty different. <laughs> I wasn't faced like much problem. Well, that's good to know. So it sounds like really your PhD experience was overall really positive. Yes. Did you also go to other universities within Germany or maybe other research labs? Or were you really focused on and did the, the research in the lab at the University of Cologne? I mean, I attend a lot of conferences and meetings. For example, I went to University of Geneva in Switzerland to present a post about my research work. I also to the, went to the University of Bochum, University of Tübingen, University of Bremen, and the Max Planck Institution in Berlin for like a conference, for meeting, exchange, and also present my own research work there, discuss with other researchers. So I think for those kind of information exchange is very euro there. So you already touched on a little bit of your research, but for someone, for a non-scientific audience or for someone who's not in your field, how would you describe your research and then how you would translate that to how it is used for everyday life, for example? I'm doing research on lung cancer. Lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer deaths worldwide. And in our current lab, we are using a big amount of clinical data sets. And we also take advantage of those cutting edge techniques, for example, CRISPR screening to identify new genes with the mutation might lead to tumor genesis. And with the hope one day we can really translate this to early stage diagnosis and also target approach to treat patients. How was the funding for you? Here as postdoc, I founded by projects with my salary and my research income. Well, all the research expense all came from the funding. Uh, you're the PI is the principal investigator and they get the funding and can hire people here. And in Germany, how did you apply for the funding yourself? Or was that the lab had the funding and you just applied for the position and then got the funding once you got accepted as doctoral student? Write proposal together with the PI and I got my own fellowship. And uh, besides that, I also have uh, some type like a small grant for traveling, small grant for the small grant from the PI, do research and so on. So what kind of funding did you end up having? Where did you apply for the funding? That's the only funding I recommend by my former university, which I obtained from there. The university in China was the one yes. that funded it? Now that you have the experience working in Germany, and how did you end up at the university here in San Francisco? Uh, then it's again, it's like... Um, when I do this kind of fundamental research, then I realize I really want it to be applied one day. So i more interested in the translational medicine again. So I find there's a lab here in uh, University of California, San Francisco has a lab. 
with meets my needs and recruit people. So again, I write email to the PR and did the interview and came here. <laughs> So that's really encouraging to really read articles and and find out where labs are and then just get in touch with them. That's that's really encouraging. I guess that's also common in our field. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do like this, and a lot of successful cases. So. And then tell me again, what is the funding you applied for your own funding now for this postdoc position here in the United States? Uh, well, I was, I'm starting to apply some, but currently I'm using the uh, PR's funding. It's like uh, uh, NRA's uh, R0 funding, which is means uh, it's the National Health, they have those foundings, um, but it's more like a big foundings they have. Um, oh, so from the NIH, from the yes. National Institutes of Health? Okay. Yes, that's where we get funded here. I mean, it's not my own funding, it's the PR's funding. <laughs> So you have experience now with both research cultures. How would you describe them and how do they maybe differ? The German research culture in the lab and then the United States specifically now with your experience here in San Francisco? I mean, I can only speak for my own field, the medical Mm -hmm. research. And I would say the U.S. and Germany have very different styles and have their own advantages and different aspects. I would say Germany is more detail-oriented in a way, and also always very precise. And I think this also reflects in Germany's very famous for the auto industry, I guess, this reflect um, the research style. And uh, I think American, especially in my own field, they're using more cutting-edge techniques and also use big data sets. In my personal project, currently we're using this CRISPR library screening and also use a big clinical data set. And I think especially in this Bay Area, this type of big data analysis is applied in early field you can think of. Um, I think the, for this type of uh, thing, it's good for evolution and good for entrepreneurship. So and, when you talk about innovation and in, in entrepreneurship here in the Silicon Valley, do you actually also leave your lab and talk to entrepreneurs or are you mostly really focused on your research in the lab? Well, my personal, personally, I hope my research can be applied one day. And even in Germany, I also participated in those kind of peace talk to share my ideas, try to get uh, foundings and so on. So, uh, well, I still participate time to time and I also with my personal research uh, outcome can be applied one day. Someone who has not been to Germany and, and doesn't really know a whole lot about the university system and the research landscape, but is interested in going to Germany for a degree, what kind of advice would you give that person? I think I would recommend learning the language a bit, um, know the culture a bit, and when you go there, just like um, make friends with the people there, so you won't be alone. <laughs> Are you still in touch with the professor from Germany and other PhD students there? Yes, I still like uh, talk to them and uh, also they send me the picture of Carnival, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the festival I love the most. Also Christmas market, that's two things I still miss in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm from Berlin and so Carnival to me, of course, they're also Carnival 
um, events in Berlin happening, but not not really. But um, you may know the DAD main office is actually in Bonn. So whenever it's carnival, I also see photos of my colleagues. And there are certain days of the year where I know I can't reach them because it's carnival season. Did you do the whole going to carnival and dressing up? Yes, everyone dress up and there's always a big carnival party in our department. <laughs> what did you dress up as? I, I think I dressed like a Japanese soldier with this type of long knife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was 2018. <laughs> you lived in Germany for, for four years, so I would assume you also kind of get more familiar with the customs. What is it that you really appreciated in Germany? The time I lived in Germany teased me a lot, also like saved me bits. I mean, something I wasn't aware of, I get more uh, care about is one thing is um, environment protection. I mean, Germany have those rules like uh, return bottles <laughs> of soft drink beers, which I think is not happening in many countries even here. Uh, and I think because this culture difference made me think about life, made me think about uh, the things. For example, when something happens, I don't really see it like black or white, right or wrong anymore because I can't feel people react differently because they have different education background, they rise up differently. And I'm more understandable in that way. Did you actually travel abroad for a longer term before you left China to go pursue a PhD or was this your first long-term abroad experience? That was my first long-term abroad experience in Germany. I mean, I traveled around also like uh, other countries in Europe, but uh, not for long-term. So now you live in the United States, so you've been away from home for quite a while now. Since you grew up in China, you lived in Germany, now you live here, you've got quite a unique perspective on, on Germany, also the US. If uh, someone here or someone at home in China were to ask you what Germany is like, what would you tell them? I mean, every part of Germany is unique and very differently. I mean, for example, <laughs> I thought Germany always on time, but Deutschland does not. <laughs> That and but my I husband mean, would second that. Work. I'm not necessarily the one who's always. I'm uh, well. Let's put I, it that way. I'm I'm mostly on time, but usually I hurry quite a bit, so I don't necessarily go to places with plenty of time to spare. So in that regard, yes, I'm not I'm not very German. But as you discovered, not all Germans are overly punctual. Yes, also, I thought earlier German would be serious, but after beer, they are not, they can be very funny, so. We, we can be very funny, yes. In general, there's some type of stubborn, like, image of German in general, but uh, that's not necessarily true, especially for the young generation. What was your experience with that and uh, getting to know Germans? I mean, they look serious sometimes, but uh, they can be very funny, especially after carnival, after beer, they talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> so what did you do outside of the university landscape? Did you connect with others outside of the university as well? 
Yes, I personally like hiking. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes participate in those type hiking groups, uh, go to the national park. So where did you go to? I know in the Bonn area, Cologne area, there's there's quite a bit. Did you go mostly there or to other places? There's a national park in Northern Westphalen, which is a bit far. Uh, I think it's more close to Aachen, maybe. It's funny, though. I remember in Germany, sometimes I wouldn't even go for a weekend if it was a two-hour drive. And now in the United States, now that I live here, two-hour drive is nothing. I, I do that in a day and then go back. Is that the same experience for you? Uh, well, I mean, the cities were close to each other in Germany. And uh, I remember for all the students, including PD students, we had those kind of semester tickets, mm-hmm. which we can travel within the, uh, the Northern West Finland. So we can go to any cities for free. So on the weekend, we always hang out. <laughs> I personally like nature as well. Was is there something else that was new to you, like customs or festivals that uh, you really appreciated? I like uh, the Christmas market, for example. All those small stuff you can buy, also a lot of street food you can try. That's something I really like. For example, currywurst and so on. <laughs> I assume within the four years, or hopefully within the four years, you also had some time to travel. Where uh, did you go travel in Germany and maybe even towns that are a little bit smaller and not the big well-known cities? I have been in many, many cities. For all the big cities I went, for example, Munich, Berlin, Hamburg, Heidelberg, Tübingen, all those cities I went. Uh, I think uh, in terms of the impression to me, I like uh, Dusseldorf, I like Bern, because this like a middle-sized city and near to the river. Also, they have their u- unique, like uh, unique things. Yeah, we'll talk about Dusseldorf, because that's actually the first time I hear someone say that they really like Dusseldorf. How, uh, what would you say you, you particularly liked about the city? There's a like a Japanese street there, there's a lot of nice restaurants. Also, there's Japanese festival every year. And uh, also, it's very clean city. Do you mention Curvers? Do you have a German, a favorite German food that you potentially even cook now? Sauce is hard, it's schnitzel, but it's also not really count German food, right? Schnitzel? Um, yeah. It's- well, in Austria, but then also southern Germany, schnitzel is definitely uh, something that's very, very common in southern Germany. When did you actually leave Germany and have you been back since then? I left Germany in 2018, uh, November, and then um, two months prepare at home, then I directed flight here. Since then, I haven't uh, went back yet. But you said you still talk to the professor and and your colleagues in Germany, or do you collaborate on papers? How is, how is that collaboration now? I still talk to my mentors there. I mean, I had different mentors who's like uh, instruct me for female, international female groups, 
I had mentor for that. I also had mentor for my thesis, and I even I still write her emails, and uh, I think I still I sent her uh, Christmas gift, the San Francisco talk lake, mm -hmm. and I still contact with the technician who was in the same office with me, and we are also personal friend. If someone yes, sure. uh, listening to this would like to get in touch with you, maybe to ask you specifically about your Germany experience or even more specific, your research, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, my email address is lrn.song at ucsf.edu. This was my coffee connection with Lin Song. Our content is created and edited by me, Honey Geist. If you would like to get in touch, send an email to podcast at dad.org. Stay safe, healthy, and well. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you at the next coffee break.